The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic Pet Duo. Greeting pet lovers, we welcome our listeners who tune in each week from around the world. You know, it's funny, but um, I have to tell you, I'm going to change what I plan on talking just about a little bit. So I wrote to a very large national newscast today. And uh, the anchor wrote back and asked me if I was joking because she was so busy with um, the war in Ukraine and the uh, war in Gaza. And, you know, presently, life as we know it is changing daily, of course, with the two wars, um, Gaza on one hand, Ukraine on the other, the rising cost of gas, the increase in housing prices, food, transportation, it's making my head spin, and the continued escape of criminals from jail across our country. And of course, I can't forget the uncertain future of the tidal wave of immigrants coming into our country and how they're affecting us. And while this is a pet talk radio show and not a political news show, I find that my mind is plagued on a daily basis with worry and insecurity. Do you have that same Absolutely. feeling? Absolutely. And when she wrote me back and said, seriously, are you pitching me this now? I wrote her back this. I told her that one of the best ways to relax my mind and my body on a daily basis is to spend time with my dogs and cats, walking them, petting them, playing with them, cuddling them, bathing them, as well as nature bathing. I don't know if you remember, but nature bathing is actually getting out in in nature, like visiting one of your local preserves with Fido. Um, And if your cat walks with Fifi or Felix, you know, over the years, we have already talked about how dogs help improve depression and our overall health. But new research is showing exactly how petting a dog affects our brains. And it's just more than one way that dogs make our lives better. Petting a dog releases serotonin and dopamine, two feel good chemicals that can improve our moods. So better than that, staring into the eyes of your loving dog, you you release oxytonin, the hormone that helps bond a mother and a child. So to help you better cope in these worrisome times, spend more time with your dogs, get that that release um, of just nervousness and worry out of your system and bring the feel good um, natural chemicals to your body. Or you can volunteer at a local shelter. The shelter needs your help. Local shelters need your help as in uh another week or two, it's going to be National um, Animal Shelter Appreciation Month. But just like you might need to go burn off some energy and some steam at those shelters, and those dogs can lift your spirits. Um, So take advantage of that volunteer opportunity. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Fleck? I totally agree with you. You know, what a distraction from the awful things that are happening in the world today. And I'm very fortunate every day because I see 30 patients that come in and I get to look in the eyes of every pet that comes in. And while I'm spending time with that pet parent, I know that they're going home to spend time with that pet. And that's distraction for them from having to listen to all the seriousness that's going on with the awfulness of 
of some of the things that are so bad that can affect us. We need to have this distraction. Right. And, you know, I'm a big lover of sports. I've been watching football all this time. You know, it's what a great That's your go-to. That's yeah. your go-to. And so we need something to distract from all the horrible things that are happening. And the pet is the best opportunity. Right. For because not only can you sit and watch TV together like a football game, or you can go out, or you can go shopping with your pet yeah. or take a walk. So to that producer, I say... Yes, I was serious when I pitched you a Halloween segment at yes. the end of the month. Yes. Okay. Well, Dr. Fleck, can you give us a rundown of the show? Yep. This week on the Pet Buzz, and we are talking about how the only animal shelter in Gaza has been coping since the start of the Israeli-Hamas war, safeguarding feline health, what to do about pets that don't like costumes, the perfect Halloween tree, and a new photo exhibit that highlights rescue pets in New York City. And and October is National Pet Health and Wellness Month. The goal of the month is to promote pet health and wellness all year long. Because pets are an important part of the family, we must educate ourselves on how to keep them happy and healthy. Today, our guest is coming on to talk about common signs and symptoms that indicates our dogs are in distress. And joining us today is Dr. Julie Busby, an integrative veterinarian and founder of Toe Grips for Dogs. She will discuss five signs that could indicate our dog's health is in decline. Dr. Busby, welcome to the Pet Buzz. Thank you, Dr. Fleck and Charlotte. I'm so honored to be here. So glad you could join us. So I have to ask the first question. What are toe grips, Dr. Busby? Toe grips for dogs, what are they? They are non-slip um, nail grips. So they're like rubberized rings. They're made from a custom engineered material that go on the tips of dogs' nails to enable traction on hard surface floors. So if you think about it, dogs use their nails like soccer cleats. That's why they don't slip outside on carpet or grass, but hard nails can't grip hard floors. And these are the solution to that problem. Awesome. So we know it's, is it toegrips.com? It is. Okay. For all of you curious dog owners out there and you want to maybe look around and check out the toe grips, check it out on Dr. Busby's website. So Dr. Busby, you know, so many times if our dog is limping, we have a tendency to shrug it off, believing that they've played too hard. What should we be aware of if our dog is limping? I think the first thing I want everybody to understand is if your dog is limping, they are in pain. A lot of times clients, well-meaning clients will say, well, he's limping, but he's not crying out. So I don't think he's in pain. If they're not using the leg normally, it's because it hurts. So that's important and that's relevant. If a dog is limping suddenly and it's just a minor limp, I think it's reasonable to say, all right, I'm going to give this some number of hours or even a day to see if it goes away. If they're limping and like really not using the leg, I would only give that some number of minutes before I determined that it was significant enough to call the vet. But I think it's always best to get your vet involved, let them know, get the dog seen, because again, they're in pain and they can't speak for themselves. Great advice. So I hope everyone hears that because we always tend to shrug that specific problem off. You had a question, Dr. Fleck. Yeah, and probably I see at least a half a dozen every day. You know, eight in 10 Americans suffer from back pain. I'm one of them. If our dogs have a hunched or arched back, can you provide us with some insight? Yes. So 
Back pain could certainly be an issue as dogs age, just like people, degeneration takes place in, in the spine, in the joints. And so that can be a real problem. The other thing, as you know, Dr. Fleck, um, it can also indicate abdominal pain, belly pain. So an, a hunched or arched back is another reason to call your vet. That's not normal. Your dog should stand with good, healthy posture. And if they're not, like I said, it might be something other than the back, maybe even a potential emergency, and it's worth contacting your vet. Okay. Well, if you've just joined us, we're talking with integrative veterinarian, Dr. Julie Busby, about the signs that our dogs are in distress. You know, Dr. Busby, I'm going to expand upon the back pain. So many times neck pain can be misinterpreted as back pain. Talk to us about canine neck pain and what we need to be aware of. I don't know if you also agree, see this in your practice, Dr. Fleck, but I think canine neck pain is one of the most severe kinds of pains that dogs experience. I think it's so excruciating for them. And it is often missed. I think um, because it's not like, well, sometimes the dog can limp with it because there's this referred nerve issue to the front legs, but sometimes they're not limping. Sometimes the signs can be subtle. And one of the big ones is the dog really not turning their head normally. So if they're not looking up at the owner or looking side to side with their full neck, but they're just kind of using their eyes to look around and not really using their neck, that can be a real red flag and a telltale sign. So neck pain, like I said, super painful for dogs. And one of the signs is them just not wanting to move and turn their neck normally and having normal mobility. You know, so true for what you're saying. I, I think that the larger breed dogs that have been active, they're turning about eight years old. They still think they're athletes. That's the ones that I start seeing have exactly what you're saying is clinical signs. <laughs> and those are your and, best friends, Dr. And, Fleck. And those are the ones that we have the hardest time <laughs> persuading the pet parent that, you know what, there's a little problem up here. You need to slow it down a little bit. Hey, you know what, though? It's time for commercial break. Sorry. We'll come back with Dr. Julie Busby discussing common signs and symptoms that indicate our dogs are in distress. Also up next, our celebrity pet buzz and flex facts. You are listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and our buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. A Rottweiler named Whiskey with hours to live brought back to full health. A terrier named Snoopy, paralyzed in all four legs, who ran and played again within months. These dogs are known as Marty's Miracles. Dogs brought back to health by Dr. Marty Goldstein. I've helped countless dogs thrive with one simple concept. Your dog needs a high meat diet similar to what their ancestors ate in the wild. Called the Miracle Worker by Forbes magazine, he's now created a premium dog food for you called Nature. Blend. It's the easiest way to support your dog's easy digestion, nourished skin, playful energy, and most importantly, their healthy, full life. For a limited time, save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get free premium dog treats. Go to drmartypets.com love or text love to 511-511. Text love to 511-511. I'm so confident your dog will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee. 
All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. You'd never knowingly feed your pup mystery meat or spoiled grocery store food. So why are those some of the most common protein sources in kibble today? Yep, the dog food ingredient, meat meal, can be made of spoiled supermarket meat and packing plant scraps. I'm veterinarian Dr. Marty Goldstein. Your dog needs a biologically appropriate diet similar to what they would eat in the wild. That's why I developed Nature's Blend, a freeze-dried raw food made with premium cuts of meat, omega-3 rich seeds, and superfood veggies and fruit. Daily is 12 years old. He has been on your food for nine bags now. Nature's Blend is pantry safe and has zero artificial preservatives, additives, filler, or meat meal. He's got more energy, able to run around and play when our grandson comes. For a limited time, save 54% off Nature's Blend and receive a free pack of premium dog treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash love or text love to 511-511. I can't thank you enough. He's 12 and I'm enjoying every day with him. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to one additional text text stop to opt out thank you for joining us on the pet buzz the show is hosted by the dynamic pet duo i'm petrondologist charlotte reed and i'm veterinarian dr michael fleck okay we're back with dr julie busby an integrative veterinarian talking about educating ourselves and keeping our pets healthy this is october it is pet health and wellness month an awareness campaign sponsored by the avma Dr. Busby, I believe that many pet owners are not familiar with limp tail. We don't really think of a dead tail or a broken tail. Why do we need to be aware of it if our dog's tail just doesn't look right? That is a great question, Charlotte. And incidentally, the first time I saw it in practice, I missed the diagnosis because it's not something we ever discussed in vet school. So I certainly understand why pet parents wouldn't know about it. If you've ever seen it, you know about it. But I don't think um, I just don't think it's kind of on the radar of most people. So this is a syndrome that we don't actually know why it happens. It seems to be akin to a sprained tail. And for some odd reason, it also seems to be associated, though not always, with dogs who've been in water. So dogs who've been swimming, even dogs who've had a bath. And the tail literally just hangs limp, like they really can't even wag it. And it's so very, very painful around the tail head. Um, my own dog had it once and it was the only time he ever tried to bite me. And so because it's so painful, again, warrants a call to the vet, warrants a vet visit. But I think the most important thing is just that people are aware that it exists. Wow. Something I learned about something new. Have you, do you, have you experienced, I mean, while you've been practicing for what, over 40 years, have you experienced a lot of dead tail or limp tail? Yeah. Some are there any specific breeds that end up with I it? I guess I guess the better question to ask is how do you treat it? <laughs> we treat it the best that we can. <laughs> Doctor, was there specific breeds that you think have this? Because it tends to be a water-related diagnosis, I see it mostly in retrievers. You know, the labs, the golden retrievers that are in the water, again, especially the labs that are swimming. Um, but I don't think it's a, there's a specific breed predilection. Interesting. I wish we hadn't asked that question. <laughs> no, it's okay. It just kind of, you know, it just kind of makes people aware, especially, you know, here in Florida, we're still swimming. Our dogs are still swimming. 
because the days are kind of fluctuating. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, for us, 70 degrees is cold, but oh, for the freezing. folks up north, I mean, it was 60, I think, what, 65 when I left here? Well, Dr. Fleck, well, you we wanted to- on, on a limp table, Dr. Busby, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you give us a website so we can learn more about you and these ailments that can affect our dog's health and wellness? Sure. My website is toegrips, T-O-E-G-R-I-P-S dot com. And there's a free blog. If you go on the navigation bar and click Dr. Busby's blog, where we have literally hundreds and hundreds of free articles, information written by a team of veterinarians. Great information. Great blog. Well, just to remind you, that was Dr. Julie Busby, an integrative veterinarian and founder of Toe Grips for Dogs, speaking with us today about five signs that could indicate our dog's health is in decline. Dr. Busby, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you. Yes, it was. Thank you, Charlotte and Dr. Fleck. It was my honor. I've missed the celebrity pet buzz, haven't you? And now, the latest news about celebrities and their pets. It's obsession. Aren't they cute? Actress Katherine Hagel and her dog food brand, Badlands Ranch, are the lead partners of a photo exhibit at Photographicska, New York. The exhibit features over 150 works from more than two dozen photographers, including photos from William Wegman's Weimaraners and Gerard Getling's pet doppelganger pictures. According to New York Executive Director Sophie Wright of Photographicska, in a statement to People Magazine, Best in Show perfectly captures one thing photography can do, depict joy, mutual love, and the simple pleasures of companionship. The show includes candid shots of family pets, fashionable portraits, and everything in between. There's really something for everyone here. The show runs through January 27, 2024 at the NYC Photography Museum with the support from um, Heigl and Badlands Ranch. One dollar of every ticket sold will go directly to the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to helping shelter animals find homes. Are you ready, Dr. Fleck, with your Flex Facts? Always ready. Welcome to Just the Facts. Just the Facts. Fact or fiction? Just the Facts, ma'am. You want answers! I want the truth! Dr. Flex, so what are we talking about today, sir? Tail wagging. Tail wagging? Yes, much like the age-old question, why do cats purr? Dogs can wag their tails for a number of different reasons, not just to show happiness, as you may have thought. So, Doc, does when does tail wagging begin? I mean, when does when do dogs start wagging well, their tail tails? Tail wagging is in instinctive, and it begins at around three to four weeks of age, and as well as showing happiness or excitement. And a tail wag can also be a sign of nervousness or even fear. Well, can you talk to us about the position of our dog's tails? Yeah, the position of your dog's tail, and of course their current environment can help you to ascertain what it is that's making your dog's tail wag. For example, a low gentle tail wag could mean your dog is feeling curious, whereas a big tail wag and bum wiggle usually means happiness. Sure, and if your tail, I guess, is upright and just moving very quickly side to side, that could mean 
more or less aggressive posture, correct? Yeah, just like a snake up there doing that, right? You hate snakes. <laughs> well, I've heard that tail wagging can vary by breed. Is that true? It is true. Take a look at some of the neighborhood dogs next time you're out at the park, and you'll notice the difference in the wags depending upon the breed and the size of the dog. Wow. Anything else? That's all the Flex Facts for the week. Thanks, Dr. Fleck. You know, great reporting. Just a fun, entertaining right. Flex Facts. Up next, I bet you can't wait for my I Likey of the Week. Hi, pet parents. I'm Julia from Tevra Brands. And today I want to tell you about Tevra Pet Activate 2, a vet quality solution for your dogs that protects them against nasty pests, including fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes. So what makes Tevra Pet Activate 2 so special? Well, not all flea and tick products are created equal, and the Tevra team wants to help you make the right choice for your fur baby. Tevra Pet Activate 2 compares to the leading vet brand Canine Advantix 2, recommended by veterinarians for years. We like that Activate 2 kills and repels without your dog getting bit. Plus, the medicine never enters their bloodstream. But the thing we like most, is it protects your pets from pests and the diseases that they carry with the same ingredients as Canine Advantix 2, but it costs less. That makes Activate 2 a win-win for you and your dog. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And we thank Tevra Brands for being a proud supporter of the Pet Buzz. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? EpiPet to the rescue. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, epi-pet.com. EpiPet is another proud sponsor of the Pet Buzz. What if you could help turn back the clock and help your dog play like a puppy again, no matter their age? Introducing Dr. Marty Pet's Nature's Blend, a premium freeze-dried raw dog food called the Miracle Worker by Forbes magazine. Dr. Marty is now helping dog parents right at home. I've helped countless dogs thrive with one simple concept. Your dog needs a high meat diet similar to what their ancestors ate in the wild. Nature's Blend is designed to support your dog's healthy lifespan with turkey, beef, salmon, duck, seeds, veggies, and fruit, and with zero artificial preservatives. When given the choice between Nature's Blend and Amazon's number one bestseller in dry dog food, 29 out of 30 dogs chose Nature's Blend first. For a limited time, save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get free premium dog treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash love or text love to 511-511. Text love to 511-511. I'm so confident your dog will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee. Study available upon request. Message and data rates may apply. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio, where we focus on enhancing the bond between pets and their people. I'm pet Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Let's kick off this segment with the I Likey of the Week. What's the best canine treat for Halloween? It's genius. It's to die for. I like it. Loving pet products, yummy bones, of course, are the perfect Halloween treat. 
Yummy Bones are healthy, long-lasting treats made in the USA with no artificial flavors or colors. Dogs love the chicken, peanut, and bacon-flavored treats. You know, everything tastes better with bacon. Well, on Halloween night, dogs at home can chew them to relax. For dogs out trick-or-treating, pet parents like human parents can fear not as loving pet products, Yummy Bones, are individually wrapped treats. For more information about Yummy Bones, visit shoplp.com. Mail call. You've got mail. Charlotte Dee from Louisiana writes, my dog will not wear the Halloween costume that I bought him. Actually, I bought a few and he does not like any of them. What should I do? We have plans to go to a community dog parade very soon. Thanks for your help. And I love to listen to the pet buzz each week on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Well, Didi, thanks so much for listening to the Pet Buzz on WGSO 990 AM. We appreciate your support and definitely tell your friends to listen to the weekly show. Um, you know, remember, we all want to take better care of our pets. So don't be fooled by the hype. Not all dogs or cats like costumes. For example, my golden retriever, Hannah, would not wear a costume, a sweater or a coat, even on the coldest days. For some reason, though, she liked hats. I can't even figure that why, but she did. So you know what I did? She looked good in a holiday themed bandana and a leash and collar. That's it. That's what she wore every Halloween for photo ops. We used to stage an area of our yard with fallen leaves. Now we live in Florida, so I'd buy them at Michael's um, a hay bale, which I'd also get at Michael's and I buy a carving pumpkin. So sometimes I throw a picture of Dr. Fleck in there with Hannah and the bandana, the leash and collar and the hay bale and the pumpkin. It was a great photo op. So fear not. Let your dog be himself this Halloween with just a few accessories. I promise you, you will have a good time at the community pet parade. Take a picture and let us know how it was, I how she looked. It. I want to see it. Yeah, of course you do. And I will share that picture of Dr. Fleck and my golden retriever on our social media channels. So, Charlotte, it seems as if our next guest is on the phone. Will you please introduce that guest segment? Sure. Well, just to remind you that October is Health and Wellness Month, an annual awareness raising campaign sponsored by the AVMA. That's the American Veterinary Medical Association. You know, just to review in our first segment, we talked about dogs. And in this segment, we're going to talk about fabulous felines and recognizing some of their top ailments slash diseases. So would you welcome our guest? So to talk about the topic, joining us is veterinarian, Dr. Alex Lynch, assistant director of the NC State College of Veterinary Medicine Clinical Science Department and co-director of our Feline Health Center. Dr. Lynch, thank you so much for joining us today on the Pet Buzz. Hey, my pleasure. Nice to meet you both. Well, I'm so glad you're here, Dr. Lynch. So, you know, as cats age, their risk for some common health problems increases. And can you review some of the most common health issues in aging cats? We see a variety of issues, actually. So chronic kidney disease, heart disease, certain hormonal issues like diabetes and thyroid conditions are common. Cancer, unfortunately, affects many of our kitties, dental issues. And one thing which we're more aware of is pain associated with mobility issues like osteoarthritis as well. 
Wow, that's a lot of diseases <laughs> and ailments, you know? I mean, especially, I mean, it's so funny because today we seem like we're always getting cats. We're adopting cats from shelters. So, of course, a lot of those cats are older, right, Dr. Flex? Some of the ones maturing. you see, mature. Okay, yes. I'll use that word. You had a question. Yeah. So why is it important to learn about these diseases and their symptoms? That's a great question. Often for these conditions, we are controlling them rather than curing them. And the earlier we can identify these problems, the better the chance we've got of actually doing something to limit their progression and more you know, importantly, hopefully improve the quality of life and welfare for the, for the cats affected too. So treat their pain, treat their discomfort. So earlier, the better in terms of identifying them. And also, I, wouldn't you agree, Dr. Fleck, that if you kind of understand a little bit more about these diseases, you might, as a pet owner, I think, be aware of various symptoms that are popping up because you've told me for years, you know, cats kind of hide their sicknesses. Yeah, they're very silent about their diseases. You know, it's interesting because when when I visit with a cat on a general basis, first question I ask is, you know, is there any problem with the litter box? Are they doing any vomiting? Is it still jumping off of the couch and onto the floor? Because if they aren't, then we really start thinking of one of the disease maladies that you talked about, the arthritis. Well, if you've just joined us, we're speaking with veterinarian Dr. Alex Lynch of North Carolina State. We're so happy to have him here. It's his first time. So great to have you. Well, Dr. Lynch, why is it important for pet owners with aging cats to take their cats to the vet more than once a year? I think, you know, to reiterate, catching stuff early is so important, you know, but also I think about it in the context of what might be a few months for us and not seem like too big of a deal really could be a big length of time you know, for our pets. And so a lot can change in a few months. I think the other consideration is from a practical kind of perspective, financially, you know, a, a preventative and checking in kind of visit might be a lot more affordable for many of our pet owners compared to the situation when our pet's really sick. And then that could be a more stressful and more expensive sort of visit. So little and often actually can be a good preventative plan and, and a cost-effective plan too. So how best can cat owners prepare for these visits and what can cat owners expect at the visit? You know, I think our understanding of what makes for a good visit to the clinic has really evolved over time. Many veterinarians, including myself, have really embraced low stress and kind of feline friendly handling practices. So as a pet owner, working with your team to think about what could limit the stress of that visit. Would some medications before the trip be a good idea? Uh, some clinics actually are feline only, right? So that might be a good option for your pet. Or if it's a mixed practice, is there a quieter part of the waiting area that could be good for you and your pet to sit in, you know, to limit that anticipatory sort of fear and stress? And the visit itself, you know, the, the veterinarian is going to be asking how things are going from your perspective, doing a good physical exam, but also likely offering some lab work, you know, to check on how things are progressing, particularly when we're looking at things like, uh, you know, kidney disease or cardiac disease. There can be some really helpful tests that can help us identify disease early. 
I think that's great advice. You know, I like the idea of maybe depending on your cat, maybe only seeing a feline practitioner, or I even like that waiting room suggestion. Um, And that would be a good one for any of our vets who don't have like a little off to the side room. And I know space is really tough, but I also think that, um, you know, we also want to keep these folks, the cat owners, as calm as possible, because not only are they worried about their cat, I'm sure in these difficult times that we never expected, everybody is worrying about finances, right? Because prices on everything are going up. Yeah. And so is the vet veterinarian and the vet staff uh, concerned about being able to examine the cat. I mean, if if they're so anxious that it's real difficult to examine, then we really can't do a good job and do a good service for that pet. Well, we need to take a commercial break and come back with North Carolina State Dr. Alex Lynch. We're so happy to have him here. Just to remember, October is Pet Health and Wellness Month, an awareness campaign sponsored by the AVMA. That's the American Veterinary Medical Association. Also up next is Global Pet News and Tell Me Something Good. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Does your dog have digestive issues? Does your dog get stressed during travel? Vitality is committed to stopping the runs. Stop the Runs is a complex composition of natural extracts that help to regulate gut activity. Stop the Runs chewables feature Diadoc technology, a natural blend of pectin, prebiotics, bentonite, and electrolytes. Diadog is the number one anti-diarrhea solution in Europe. It works fast to stop acute diarrhea. You and your dog will feel relief. And we all know there's nothing acute about diarrhea. All you need is veterinarian recommended Stop the Runs chewables. Just feed as a single chew to get your dog's stool back to normal. As a treat or crumbled on top of food, dogs love the taste. So stop the run with Vitality's Stop the Run chewables, promoting firm stools across the globe. Online at TevraPet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A Pet.com. And we thank Tevra Brands for being a proud supporter of the Pet Buzz. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck here at the Pet Buzz. We are urban, suburban, and and country. Well, we're back with Dr. Alex Lynch, learning more about safeguarding your cat's health and wellness. Dr. Alex, other than twice yearly veterinary visits and learning more about common diseases, what else can pet owners do to protect their pet's health? One thing is work with your team to understand what the preventative kind of measures that your individual pet needs. So what would your vaccination plan look like? What are parasite control plans looking like what does nutrition look like for your cat another huge thing as a pet owner itself is trying to be as observant and as attentive as you can be so what's your cat's appetite like what is their water intake like what are their bathroom habits like because changes in any of those things might not seem like a lot to you as a pet owner but can be so helpful for us on the clinical side 
as an early predictor of something not being right. And so that can be in itself a head start. So, you know, if you're attentive and something seems wrong with your cat, you're probably right, you know? And so that can be a huge help for us to figure out what's going on. And I, I think that's a great point. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Fleck, that sometimes cats, you know, many people have cats and dogs and what is a certain way for a dog is not necessarily a certain way for a cat, like maybe not eating for 24 hours or something along those lines. Yeah. Another, another common issue that I see with, with uh, cat pet parents is that if they're in the house, they don't get outside. They think that they can't be subjected to any disease maladies or fleas or something like that. So it's, it's sometimes difficult to suggest to them that they need some special attention but most of us as veterinarians know that they can pick up these things. And it's our responsibility to make sure that we at least advise them that they need to have these things done. So since many of these common diseases are expensive to treat, is it a good idea to invest in maybe some cat health insurance? That's an excellent question. And I think is becoming more relevant for many of us. You know, life is expensive, right? So our medical bills are expensive for ourselves. Our pet bills are expensive. I think personal circumstances for the owner often dictate if it's a good idea. You know, so some owners have the ability to stash away a little money for a rainy day, you know, sick pet fund, as it were, which might work for them. For many of us, though, you know, having that confidence of, having some pet insurance as a financial background or kind of a, you know, a backup plan if our pets get sick is so reassuring. And I think as a predominantly emergency veterinarian, from my perspective, you know, I see pets coming in on their worst day, right? You know, unexpected issues, expensive visits, and realizing that pet insurance allows owners to have the confidence walking into that sort of situation um, is really, really good, you know, and I think really does um, allow one stressor of that visit to maybe be less of a stress. So I think it might work for some people for sure. Well, Dr. Lynch, thank you so much for visiting with us today. Can you give us a website where we can learn more? Absolutely. So please um, look for the Feline Health Center at NC State. Um, and NC State Vet Med is across all social media, too. So if you're interested in more of what we're doing at NC State, you know, please check us out. Great. Well, just to remind you, we were speaking with veterinarian Dr. Alex Lynch, assistant director of NC State College of Veterinary Medicine, clinical science department and co-director of the Feline Health Center. Uh, uh, talking about better care for our cat's health. I think this was a great interview. I'm so glad Dr. Lynch could join us. Oh, I certainly am. And now for Pet Money Matters, I'm always looking to save you money. Pet Money Matters with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. Hey, it's sweater weather, and we need to give our pets some warming and fashion when they hit your city streets. Before buying a sweater or any garment, measure your pets at their natural collar. That's where his collar actually falls. The girth, which is behind the front paws up and around, as well as the base of the neck to the base of the tail. When in doubt about size, buy a size up. 
And also you just want to make sure he can easily or she can easily do her business and the sweater doesn't get soiled. Buy a sweater that complements his natural coat for the best look possible and stay away from expensive wool or cashmere dog sweaters so you don't have to pay for dry cleaning. Best buy is to purchase one or more acrylic sweaters, which you can wash and hang dry. Ka-ching! I just kept more dollars in your pocket. Just like all the news of the world, our focus is on Gaza. And now, Pet Buzz news from around the globe. Today, we're going to combine our features of global pet news and tell me something good. Perhaps you've seen the news clips of terrorists killing a black dog with numerous bullets as they've taken over a kibbutz in Gaza, killing its residents and taking Israeli nationals as others from around the world. Well, the war in Gaza is a traumatizing event for humans as well as animals, said resident Saeed Al-Air. Saeed runs the only animal shelter in Gaza, the Sulala Animal Rescue, which cares for dogs and cats, as well as horses and donkeys. On the shelter's Facebook page, he wrote, since the war has started, there are more dogs in the shelter than before the war. Stray dogs are coming to the shelter on their own. He says maybe it's because the bombing is in the cities and the shelter is in the open air. Or maybe it's because dogs are telling other dogs there's this great shelter that they are all welcome. Well, Saeed has managed to evacuate cats and some disabled dogs, all while trying to feed and water dogs and cats on the streets of Gaza and in the shelter, as well as trying to keep him and his family safe. He has done all of this with the help of his family, an employee of the shelter and some friends. He has also transported dogs to the south of Gaza upon request from those in need, as well as giving rides to numerous people on the road going south or the road going north. Please visit his Facebook page at Sulala Animal Rescue. Make sure when you do this, you have a box of tissues with you. Please see how this man is making such a sacrifice, a difference in caring for dogs and cats that have lived on the streets for years without love and any comfort, dogs and cats that have been hit by cars or shot for no reason or beaten, beaten by adults as well as children who know no better because they don't live in a world where you love animals. They don't see the benefit of loving animals. I encourage you to make a donation. The dogs and cats of Saeed Alfair They need you. They need you. They need your help. Saeed, his work is more than something good. It's miraculous. Told you I couldn't get through this without a box of tissues. Hey, Dr. Fleck. Did you hear those bells already? Yes. But before we go, we want to give you a preview of next week's show. Next week, we're talking about cooking for your pets. And I'm talking a little bit more than making some cookies or biscuits or bickies, as well as pet coals. Dr. Stephen Carey is coming back. Um, Can you thank our guests? Yeah, special thanks to our guests, veterinarians, 
Dr. Julie Busby and Dr. Alex Lynch. And of course, we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin, coat, and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. And of course, Dr. Marty Goldstein's Nature's Blend Biological Balanced Nutrition. If you have any questions, write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. We'll try to cover it on next week's show. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channels and listen to the link podcast on Monday morning. But most important, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. www.thepetbuzz.com Learn more about us, the show, and our guests. You've never knowingly feed your dog sawdust, but it's one of the most common fillers found in dog food today. Even the ones labeled healthy can contain powdered cellulose, otherwise known as wood pulp. I'm veterinarian Dr. Marty Goldstein. Your dog needs a biologically appropriate diet. That's why I developed Nature's Blend. She developed an aggressive cancer. She was put on pain meds just to help cope. She was limping through life and got very, very dopey from the pain medication. Nature's Blend is made in North America and is pantry safe. Not only did it pique her interest in wanting to eat again, but it started to give her some energy. After she eats, she gets very playful, has a lot of puppy moments, and she'll be 14 this summer. For a limited time, save 54% off Nature's Blend and receive a free pack of premium dog treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash love or text love to 511-511. I guarantee it with a 100% 90-day return of your purchase price. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to one additional text. Text stop to opt out.